This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Friday here on the Callahan Show. We're uh, starting a little early so Ironhead can get out of here. He's got to get down to Foxborough, get in line for Taylor Swift tickets. You like your chances, Ironhead? It's going to be tough. I know you're uh, hoping to scalp a couple. I'm really good at boxing uh, out, you know. Big, big Taylor Swift fan. Uh, but uh, before he heads down there, we got a lot to get to, man. We got a new winner. You're off the hook, Ed Markey, AOC. Corey Bush, we have a new dumbest member of Congress. We have a clip, and I uh, maybe some people have seen it. I've seen it about 10 times already because it's historic. It is, it is stunning. It is just incredible. This thing should be hung in the Louvre. It is a work of art. A question from a Democrat congresswoman to one of the heroes, whistleblowers who are exposing the corrupt FBI it is just remarkable. We'll get to that. We also have a new uh, worst flop of LeBron James's illustrious career of flopping. Hell, we have a worst, I'm going to say the worst uh, final two minutes or maybe final three or four minutes of a playoff game from LeBron James, who is struggling. The, the Denver Nuggets are up 2-0. Uh, uh, Nikola Jokic is just an amazing guy to watch. I'm all in on this uh, NBA playoffs. I'm all in. I'm going to watch every game. I I haven't been all in the last couple of years. I one of those people that just kind of turned away from the NBA when they went all woke, but they got me back. They pulled me back in, and it's just so much fun to watch LeBron lose, uh, and not just lose, but choke. We can say it, the C word, LeBron James choked last night. If you missed it, it was glorious. Uh, we got a new a new company that for some reason is, uh, is, is falling in line with Bud Light and Nike and Target. I got to say, I don't get why if you're a corporation and you have one of these super woke ads with a transgender model, why are you still doing it? Don't you get to the point where you say, gee, people are watching out for this stuff. They're not, they're not accepting it. They're not buying it. Let's just put that on hold for now. Let's just stick to, I don't know, girls wearing girls bathing suits. Let's just stick to finding hot women for our, like we used to do. But for whatever reason, the, the pressure is on. We know that the uh, trans mob is very powerful we know there are corporate, uh, there are there are companies, there are uh, watchdog groups who are watching these corporations to make sure they're sufficiently woke, and the corporations are just ignoring their uh, their customers, and they're going all in. Uh, and even though <laughs> the Bud Light brand has been destroyed, they're all following falling in line. We have an update on the Daniel Perry case. I can't believe that they're actually going to take this to a jury or a grand jury. It's just amazing. I don't, I don't understand how they could ever expect to convict Daniel Perry after the witnesses on the train testify. I mean, if you're Alvin Bragg, I understand you want to convict him. He's white. His victim was black. That's all you care about, but they're going to be witnesses. There were at least 10 and they ain't going to help your case. Alvin Bragg, and before this is over, Daniel Perry is going to be a national hero. He's, uh, he's laid low. He hasn't done any interviews. But when he does, you know, when he dresses up nice and explains 
why he did what he did. There's nobody. I don't care what kind of race. I don't care if you're Ben Crump. You're going to admit at the end, in the end, that Daniel Perry was a hero saving, stepping in and saving the most vulnerable people on that uh, train. I remember when Democrats cared about vulnerable people, vulnerable people, about women, about victims, but no more. Speaking of which, uh, there's a, a new, a new case in New York for Ben Crump to jump in on. Perhaps you heard about it. Uh, it's the Karen. Yeah. The Karen, the white woman who tried to take the bike she paid for. And, uh, at least four young black guys, they wouldn't let her. Karen is uh, six months pregnant, a hardworking nurse, but she's white, so she's the bad guy. And Ben Crump and so many others are uh, ready to ruin her life. I don't think they're going to pull it off. I really don't. And we got uh, John Fetterman. I don't think he's the dumbest member of the Senate. Who knows? Maybe he is. We'll never know. He's got brain damage. Not his fault. He had a stroke. Uh, I don't even think it's his fault that he's there. He doesn't know any better. He's being forced uh, in front of the cameras, and it is embarrassing. We got a new John, we got a John Fetterman update, and a question about Fetterman. A question about that sweatshirt, the hooded sweatshirt on the Senate floor. Uh, someone has to explain to me if you're John Fetterman, and people are questioning your fitness for office, why are you dressed like you're one of the landscapers? Why are you dressed like a slob if you're trying to convince people that you're fit for the office? Why don't you eat? Why don't you make an effort to look like you belong in the Senate? He's not, he, this, uh, he's not fooling anybody. And it doesn't help when he's wearing gym shorts and a sweatshirt on the Senate floor. Just a bizarre uh, choice of attire for the guy. Uh, I don't know what uh, what the explanation will be. And, and we're going to get to some comments and questions, right, Ironhead? We're going to uh, throw some questions up on the board. I know you got one foot out the door <laughs> ready for your weekend, uh, but uh, stick with me, would you? Stick oh, with yeah. me. Yeah, people ask you uh, questions okay. now, and I'll, we'll answer them at the end of the show. Any questions, send them in. Ironhead will pop them up. Anything to do with the news this week or anything, but... Uh, <clears throat> So much to get to, so much going on. Uh, it's an exciting time in this country, a wild time. But uh, let's start on Capitol Hill, because I understand most people don't watch congressional hearings. Most people are busy. They have lives. They have jobs. These are during the day. Uh, they are not shown on every network. Obviously, most of the mainstream media doesn't want you to see this. But I'm just going to tell you, as somebody who watches these things um, a lot, um, this was just amazing. It was just the mo one of the most incredible hearings I've ever seen. Very contentious. There's a video out there of like a two-minute long fight between the Republicans and the Democrats. Democrats are very upset. Heroic whistleblowers have stepped forward, paid an unbelievable price for their courage, to, uh, to blow the whistle on the corrupt FBI. If we had an honest media in this country, it would be on every channel, leading the news. It'd be on every website, front page. It, there would be everybody from both parties demanding reform, demanding firings. The FBI is beyond hope. If you haven't paid attention, there was just one just incredible revelation after another. Three guys 
Garrett O'Boyle, Steve Friend, and Marcus Allen. No, not the NFL Hall of Famer. <laughs> A different Marcus Allen, which is very confusing to uh, one of the congresswomen that there's actually people out there with the same name. If you have the name, there's an, there's more than one Marcus Allen, which threw this woman, this absolute moron with purple hair for a loop. This, I, I ask this all the time, but if you're a Democrat and you watch that, aren't you embarrassed for your party? Aren't you embarrassed to say that you're on her side? Uh, on, on top, they're, they're grilling a guy who did two tours of duty in Iraq, who's a Marine, a decorated Marine, who's just trying to tell you what's going on in the FBI. Just trying, he's just trying to explain to the country how out of control, how politicized, how corrupt the FBI is. And I know we talked about this yesterday. We talked about it a lot, but it is, it is frightening that this is the most powerful law enforcement uh, outfit in the world. It is the once respected FBI. It is now a political wing of the Democrat party. It is now there to serve the political purposes of the president of the United States. They succeeded in defeating the last guy, Donald Trump, the FBI, as we know, uh, coordinated with Twitter, uh, they rigged the election. They suppressed the laptop. They had it in their possession. They lied to Silicon Valley and said it was uh, Russian disinformation. They succeeded in getting it suppressed a couple of weeks before the election. They succeeded in toppling Donald Trump and installing Joe Biden. FBI was instrumental in this. They couldn't have done it. Biden couldn't have done it without the FBI. But the, in, in watching these three guys, first of all, there's never been a whistleblower who has paid the price that these guys have paid. They lost their jobs. They lost the security clearance. If you, if you saw this at all, it, it is beyond frustrating. It's infuriating. They, they suspend these guys without pay and don't allow them to get another job. They don't allow them to make a living. So they have families, they have kids. Garrett O'Boyle, the big guy with the beard, has a two-week-old baby. He has four kids, four little kids and a two-week-old baby. They transfer him, I believe, from Kansas to Virginia. He arrives day one on the job in his new place. They suspend him, take away his security clearance, and don't allow him to work. They take all his stuff, by the way, that he was going to move to his new location, and they confiscate it. He says they took everything, their clothes, their toys for their kids, and wouldn't allow him to get the stuff back. So he couldn't work. He didn't have anything. He said he was essentially homeless. Um, the other guy, Steve Friend, the guy in the middle, explains that he was broke. He couldn't pay his bills. He took a donation from Cash Patel, a, uh, a former uh, Trump guy in the Trump administration, and a pretty active uh, a Republican gave him a donation. And that scumbag, Daniel Goldman, the guy who's the heir to the Levi Strauss uh, fortune, a guy who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, a guy who trades on, on the stock exchange like no one you've ever seen before. Daniel Goldman uh, invests more per week on the stock market than he makes per year. He, makes, he, he averages like 200,000 in trades. And of course, He's really good at it because he's in Congress. He's got connections. 
that guy was grilling Steve Friend for taking a donation so he could pay his bills and survive. He can't work. He can't make a living. He can't do anything. That's the uh, retaliation we're talking about. This guy, we're looking at right now, Marcus Allen, who we'll get to, uh, explains that he had to take uh, tap into his retirement accounts just to pay his bills because he couldn't make a living. They won't let you. There are different rules for FBI whistleblowers from other government whistleblowers, and they're stricter. Uh, these guys, they attempted to destroy them, and in many ways they did, just for telling the truth. And a couple of quick things before we get to this epic uh, exchange. Just things that make you just just sit up in your seat as you're watching this and saying, what is going on in this country? Uh, Steve Friend was mentioning he was chasing child pornographers. They pulled him off that case or off that assignment to go after January Sixers. <laughs> you know, the, the, the old ladies or grandmothers who took selfies. So child pornographers, they went free as he went after January Sixers. And one of his assignments, and he was talking about it just casually, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. He said he would go to school board meetings, sit in the parking lot, and write down license plate numbers of, you know, uppity parents who went to school board meetings demanding to know what they were teaching their kids. This, I know it sounds, it sounds hard to believe but they were targeting parents who went to school board meetings. They were considered domestic terrorists. Another, uh, uh, another sign of a domestic terrorist, according to Garrett O'Boyle, was the Betsy Ross flag. That put you on a list if you were seen with a Betsy Ross flag. Um, he also talked about chasing, uh, I believe it was O'Boyle, chasing uh, January 6th people to the ends of the earth. And perhaps the most staggering testimony was um, about them, about the Bank of America. And I'm a Bank of America customer. And if I weren't so lazy, I'd cancel all my accounts and put them in another bank. They assisted with the FBI in, uh, they, they handed over bank records of anybody who was in DC on January 6th. No subpoena. They just willingly cooperated with the FBI and handed over bank records of anybody who bought a plane ticket, who stayed in a hotel, who bought a cup of coffee, as the congressman who explained this said, if you were in D.C. on Jan 6th or Jan 5th, Jan 5th, and you just spent the night, maybe you went to the Trump rally, maybe you didn't, the FBI has your bank records. I remember a time, I know I've said this before, where the the liberals would be the most upset. The civil libertarians, the ACLU, would just be beside themselves if they heard this. But this is the America we live in today. The, the liberals, the left, is completely supportive of the security state because they work for their guy. No, not only do liberals not complain about this, not only are they not outraged, they support it. They support the retaliation against these heroes. They support a bank handing over bank records. They support the, the, the FBI dropping investigations into child pornographers to go after parents at school board meetings, to go after people praying outside abortion clinics, to go after people 
who attend mass. Do you ever think you'd see the day that the Federal Bureau of Investigation would be targeting Catholics who go to mass? They infiltrated Catholic churches to look for extremists, and we all know why. They explained it. We talked about it yesterday. They needed to inflate the numbers of domestic extremist, domestic violence. They called it DVE, domestic violent extremists. They needed to inflate the numbers. These guys were literally ordered to take one case of a domestic uh, extremist uh, uh, person and split it up to make it three or four cases so they would uh, jack up the numbers and Joe Biden and scumbag Christopher Ray and scumbag Merrick Garland could go out there and say, we have a real problem. Look at these numbers of domestic violent extremists. They're doing that. The people telling you about it have paid an unbelievable price. They've lost their jobs, their, their, their retirements, their, their, their salaries, their reputation. They are being dogged by the FBI today because they came forward and told the truth. And we can't agree that these guys are, are, are heroes, that these guys have real courage. It's just incredible that the Democrats wanted to demon, want to demonize these, want to make them the bad guys. How is that possible? What has happened to the Democrat Party? What has happened to liberals? Where is, you know, the real, where is the, you know, Liz Warren and AOC? You see what they're doing to uh, upstanding federal employees? They're ruining them because they told the truth about the corruption, the rot in the FBI, one of the real, and we're going to get to it too, but one of the real just stop you in the tracks moments was when a congressman asked O'Boyle, what advice would you give to another FBI employee who was thinking about coming forward and blowing the whistle, telling the truth? And he just said, don't do it. Don't do it. They will destroy your life. So the FBI, a federal agency that that (laughs) we pay for, taxpayers uh, fund it is destroying the lives of agents, of, of, of heroic agents who come forward to point out the corruption that wrought in the, in the agency. That doesn't bother everybody. How is this possible? How are people, and I've seen it. I just watched a clip on Nicole Wallace saying these guys are just political operatives. First of all, she didn't watch it. If she did, she wouldn't say that. Secondly, are you, if you know shame, you are that much of a shill, that much of a stooge for the Democrats on the committee that you won't give these guys credit for risking everything for coming forward and telling the truth. But all right, enough from me. Let's get to the single dumbest member of Congress, a new winner, a new winner. Step back, AOC, step back, uh, Ed Markey, Cori Bush, not your day. This day belongs to Linda Sanchez. Uh, congressman from the L.A. area in California, a woman who has purple hair uh, on the committee questioning this stud, Marcus Allen, who, again, two tours in Iraq, commendations, medals, uh, just a respected FBI agent who had seen enough in the corrupt agency and stepped forward, had the guts to step forward. She wants to question him about a Twitter account if you haven't already seen this or heard this, it isn't his Twitter account, but that doesn't stop this absolute moron. 
Go ahead, play it. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter? Yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That quote, is not my account, ma'am. I, you haven't let me finish the question, might sir. Have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. On Dece- and the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th Retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That That is, I don't, no ma'am. That's not my account at all. I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement, yes or no? Can you please rephrase the statement? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the that lady has expired. staged January 6th? I just want him to answer he'll answer. He'll answer. question. Yeah, he'll answer. I'm just telling you your time's up. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? Yes or no? No. Thank you. As soon as he said that's not my account, they should have forced her to stop. Right. Obviously, she is stupid. We know that. But how stupid do you have to be to not move on? Maybe she had nothing else, but you got to ad lib. To not move on when he says that's not my account. Okay then you're wrong this, you know, fire one of your, your aides and move on. The idea that you got the wrong guy and you're still going down that road is just mind boggling. This, this person should, should, she should take a, like a, like a month long vacation. She shouldn't show her face in DC and everyone in her district in LA should hang their heads in shame. They sent this absolute cartoon character to represent them in Washington. That clip, that cut right there will live in infamy. I'm telling you, uh, it's like Hank Johnson saying that uh, Guam's going to tip over. That is, just, <laughs> that is breathtakingly stupid. You know, it's not him. You know, it's not him. And you ask him if he stands by it. <laughs> he just says, he doesn't know what to say. He's going, huh? What? It's somebody else. And it was priceless. You know, five minutes after this, a whole bunch of people, including Matt Gates, were retweeting different Linda Sanchez's. Apparently there's lots of Linda Sanchez's on Twitter. And there's at least one who's a big Trumpkin and who says Trump, you know, uh, Trump's a hero and I love Trump. And they just kept tweeting and saying, is this you? Well, yeah. explain yourself. <laughs> it is amazing. I'm telling you, people, this is funnier than anything I've seen on Saturday Night Live in the last 10 years. You got to watch. You got to watch just to appreciate how stupid these Democrats are, just how lost they are. They don't know what to do here. They're trying to discredit guys like this, war heroes, combat veterans, guys who risked it all to tell the truth about the FBI and they don't know what to do. I mean, how do you discredit someone with, with a young family who just throws it all away in attempt to shine the light on this absolutely filthy, dirty, corrupt organization? <clears throat> it was something to see. Of course, the media will ignore it for the most part, but uh, you can find it. You can see it. Do we have the uh, question to Garrett O'Boyle before we move on? This was chilling. It, it should, everybody should find this chilling, but I think uh, we cut off the question, but the Congresswoman, it's the last question of the hearing, by the way. 
says, what would you do? What would you say to younger other FBI agents who are thinking about what you did, what you three did, you heroes stepping forward to expose these, these, these absolute criminals in the FBI. And this guy's a badass. He's a big, strong, tough looking dude. And he, and he says, don't do it. It's just not worth it. Go ahead. Corruption, weaponization, any kind of misdo- misconduct that exists with the American people. It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back. There, there was a whistleblower, one of the two phony impeachments of Trump is Eric Cheramella, whatever. They weren't allowed to say the person's name. They weren't allowed to question him. You weren't allowed to put him on camera. You weren't allowed to even right. mention who it is. And he led an impeachment of a president, the first impe- of a sitting president. These guys are sitting there answering questions, you know, open to questioning, interrogation. Uh, and, and it's not enough. They want to ruin. They want to destroy them. It's not enough that they don't get paid. It's not enough that they have no job. And uh, Steve Fred explained he can't, his, in his job, his line of work, he needs a security clearance. They took it away so he can never work in the field again because he can't get a security clearance. Uh, maybe that'll all change if we, uh, uh, you know, can, can defeat Biden and, and get rid of all these, these, these absolute scumbags. I'm telling you, day one, President DeSantis, go to the FBI headquarters and just say, you, 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 out. Fire them all. Everyone, everyone in management, everyone in the upper tier, every one of them, beginning with Chris Ray, that absolute sleazeball. But all right, we got to move. Ironhead's got to get to Taylor Swift. We got to uh, get to so much more. We got an update on Daniel Perry. I, I just, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to watching this uh, case go forward, especially since Perry's going to get rich, which he deserves. And an update on. Uh, on uh, John Fetterman. And of course we have the, uh, I'd say one of the worst clutch perform, <laughs> perform in the clutch by LeBron James. If you didn't watch it, if you're like me, you love to watch LeBron lose. It was a treat last night. I enjoyed the hell out of this. We'll get to that and lots more, but first and I've been talking about how the world is going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation and sky high gas prices. We've all seen this crazy woke nonsense going on with these big corporations, and it's time for us to let our voices be heard. The question is, what are you willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, we can vote with our dollars. That's how we can make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores if you can get the items from a family-owned company. PatriotSwitch.com helps people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned made-in-America manufacturer. That's why Patriot Switch was created with regular folks like you and me in mind. I love what the folks at Patriot Switch are doing for us. One of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation today is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than their shareholders or corporate executives. Each of us can choose to take a market share away from these businesses that have enjoyed unfair advantages and instead choose to help regular people by shopping family-owned Made in America. Make a difference right now. 
go to PatriotSwitch.com. All right, someone else explain to me how Alvin Bragg thinks he's going to convict uh, Daniel Perry. As we know, Daniel Perry is an American hero who stepped in when nobody else would and uh, subdued Jordan Neely, an absolute menace, a career criminal who didn't pick on guys like uh, Daniel Perry. This is why, this is one of the reasons Daniel Perry will not be convicted, even in New York. Well, one reason is, even if there are liberals on that jury, even if there are people who hate Trump and, I don't know, resent the military, they ride the subway. They know what was going on in that subway car. They know the politicians are lying. They know the media's lying. They know, you know, Ben Crump and Al Sharpton are lying. They know this guy was threatening people. He was saying, he doesn't care. I'll go to prison. I don't care. I'll die. You know, he was threatening people, women on the subway. He wasn't threatening Daniel Perry. Daniel Perry is a big dude. It's an imposing looking figure. That's not who Jordan Neely picked on. Jordan Neely uh, broke the face of a 67-year-old woman, punched her, broke her nose, her orbital bone. Jordan Neely assaulted another elderly uh, person, I believe a 64-year-old man. He tried to kidnap a seven-year-old child. Jordan Neely does not pick on people like Daniel Perry, Penny. So Daniel Penny would have been okay, even if he was, even if, uh, Jordan Neely does what he usually does, which is assaulting people, harassing people, threatening people. Daniel Penny was selfless. Daniel Pe- Penny stepped in and protected those who were most vulnerable. That is what he did. You want to put that in front of a jury? I don't care if everyone on the jury is a friggin' communist. Uh, and I don't care if they paint him as some, you know, Marine, you know, right-wing zealot. It doesn't matter what he did on that train. Everybody who's ever been on the subway will appreciate. Um, they got nothing. And, and by the way, they're right. They have one of the two guys who helped him. You know, one of the guys, I think it was the black guy who tried to hold uh, Neely's arms. And the other guy was just helping a little bit. They're tracking those two guys. They want to talk to them and arrest them. See, there's a reason Daniel Perry, Penny spent 45 minutes with the cops on the day of this incident. And they let him go because they know what he did is not illegal. What he did indeed was heroic. They know it. But Alvin Bragg is a piece of filth, just a political hack who doesn't prosecute crimes, who doesn't, uh, who's, who sides with the victims. Damn, he's just, he's just one, the worst of the worst. He gets political pressure from the usual suspects, from the far left, from AOC, who called it a lynching, from Ayanna Presley, and he decides, I got to do something, so he arrests him, handcuffs him, perp walks him. That, uh, that's okay. That's okay because um, it has helped bring awareness to this. Daniel Penny's defense fund is now at $2.666 million. Hopefully, you know, his lawyers will get some of that, but hopefully he'll end up with a lot of that. and end up with a, with a job, end up with, uh, end up being rewarded for this. Cause he should be, he, he stepped in again when no, there were no cops, there was no escape. There was no way off this train. Uh, this is from the New York post, uh, a strap hanger who witnessed the fatal subway confrontation between Daniel, Daniel Perry, Daniel Penny, Daniel 
Perry is, uh, I he believe, was, the guy in Texas who yes. was a, a, who shot the Antifa guy because the Antifa guy had a gun pointed at him and he got convicted and sentenced to 25 years. We're waiting for Greg Abbott to uh, pardon him. It should be coming. It's an outrage. But this, this, is, uh, this is Daniel Penny. A uh, witness called him a hero, a 66-year-old woman uh, who asked not to be identified for obvious reasons, said she'd testify on behalf of Penny, who was charged with second-degree manslaughter. The witness told the Post that Neely went on an explosive tirade just before his caught-on-camera death, telling people he was, quote, willing to kill a mother effer and willing to take a bullet or go to jail. So he's threatening women, saying he's will, he's going to kill an mf'er. Uh, Penny stepped in, and he's charged with manslaughter. Huh? Neely's erratic behavior put commuters on the F train on edge as they hurtled between stations. "Quote: The rhetoric from Mr. Neely was frightening. It was very harsh. People that travel the subway see and hear everything. This was different. This was frightening. People were gravitating toward the exit doors." And we couldn't get out because we were between stations. People exited quickly when we pulled in and people were trying to call 911 when they were in the train. Uh, We sensed danger. She said she'd be willing to testify. She said, I think Mr. Penny deserves a chance. Mr. Neely, he gave people cause to feel like their life was being threatened. He didn't care. He didn't. He said he didn't care. I consider Daniel Penny to be a hero. How do you stop this woman from testifying? If you're Alvin Bragg, I'm sure he'll try because he doesn't care about the truth. Daniel Penny's white. Jordan Neely's black. That's all that matters to Alvin Bragg, AOC, Ayanna Presley, Ben Crump. They don't care. If it's two black guys, if it's two white guys, if it's a black guy choking a white guy, we don't know the names. There are no charges. There's no story. There's nothing. This is the most cynical brazen attempt to use race to advance the political agenda you will ever see. But what do you do when the defense calls this old, this 66 year old woman, the case is over. I mean, how do you convict the guy when all the people on the subway call him a hero? It's easy. Bragg's going to, Bragg's going to start leaking some people's addresses. Right. Right. Exactly. And you know why they get, you know why I have faith. I have confidence that they get nothing because the New York Times is, which is obviously a tool of the far left. I'm sure Alvin Bragg's got an open line. He feeds him whatever he can. They did a big front page story. This is like a week ago or more. They got nothing on Daniel Penny. No drunk driving, no domestic abuse, no issues in the Marines. Uh, he's a decorated Marine veteran. They got nothing. I, I think I'm sure they're trying. I'm sure the goal today, they probably have six reporters, the New York times find us something on Daniel Penny, who according to them killed a beloved street, beloved subway performer, you know, Michael Jackson imitator, which he hadn't done in years. Uh, they side with the criminal, just like Bragg, just like AOC, their, their hearts are with the criminal, but I really don't see how you could put these witnesses on the stand. First of all, they would have to discredit the old lady. Right. If they're the, so you're going to sit there and grill some 66 year old woman. And some of the people that Daniel Penny was protecting some of the vulnerable women, I got news for you. They were black. He was protecting women of color. He was protecting elderly women, 
women of color. And you're going to say that uh, he's not, this wasn't heroic. This wasn't selfless. Good luck with that. Oh, by the way, Ben Crump's moved on to more important things. And if you want to, this isn't as important. There was no death. There was no carnage. But you want to get sick at the race hustlers today? Just follow the story of the Karen. That's what they're calling her, the Karen, which is a racial slur, by the way, uh, from New York. A nurse coming off a 12-hour shift goes out to get a city bike, which is like a blue bike in Boston, all the cities have them where you put your credit card in or you, your card, you get the bike, you put it back into the little thing. To, and uh, they're popular in all the big cities. So she's getting her bike. Some young black guy said it's his bike. He tries to grab it away. Um, she argues with him. She's got her nurse's outfit on. She's just trying to get home after a 12 hour shift. He's got his whole group with him. They're videotaping it. Um, she becomes the latest Karen. You want to get sick. The hospital suspended her. She did nothing wrong. Her lawyer produced receipts. It's her bike, but it doesn't matter to the race hustlers. She became, and, and it's not just, the, it's lots of people who were taking, you know, calling her the, uh, the villain and the boys, the, I, I think they're like high school kids. Uh, you can only see, can you see more than one of the kids? Yeah, two of them. I mean, they're like high school age, right? Yeah, uh, maybe just out. Maybe, maybe you know, 20, I don't know, yeah. young guys. And there's a bunch of them, they're mocking her, and she's, she's pregnant, and she's distressed. And uh, this is what Ben Crump tweets. This just makes me sick. Ben Crump is the worst, obviously. He's the lawyer who just does, he's a grifter. He's a, just a, a, a just an ambulance chaser who only cares about race. He flies in when the black guy dies at the hands of a white cop, doesn't care about the facts, doesn't care about evidence. Just, it's all about race. It's all about grifting and trying to make some money. He writes, this is unacceptable. A white woman was caught on camera attempting to steal a city bike from a young black man in New York City. She grossly tried to weaponize her tears to paint this man as a threat. This is exactly the type of behavior that has endangered so many black men in the past. So the black men are mocking her, trying to take her bike. She's crying. She's pregnant. She's tired. And this guy says it's unacceptable. And this is the type of behavior that endangered so much. Oh, I just read somebody else compared this to Emmett Till. Let me find it. Oh, I did see that as well. <laughs> it's incredible. And, and Ben Crump is just such a sleaze. Think of it. If they're all black or all white or whatever, he doesn't care at all. And how is that in danger, young black men, when a, a, a pregnant woman by herself is trying to get the bike she paid for? They're trying to use it, but of course they're lying about it. And thank, thank God for Elon Musk, Ben Crump got community noted. That's where people can uh, point out the lies or the uh, inaccuracies. And they put on there, since the filming of this video, receipts have been made available to prove that the woman in question was, in fact, the person who paid to unlock and use the bike. So she's innocent. They're not. But it doesn't stop a scumbag like Ben Crump. Just incredible. All right, we got to move. We got to get going here. We got so much to get to on this Rumble Friday. We got we to get to LeBron and Adidas and 
Fetterman just just getting worse. He's getting worse. It's, he's not getting better. He's getting worse. And if you got any questions or comments on this Friday, we like to do that to wrap up the week. Uh, you can send them in. Uh, Ironhead will post them up there. But uh, let's uh, let's get to our next sponsor, and then we'll we'll get to the uh, latest from uh, Senate Vegetable. Under President Joe Biden's volatile economy, we are at the cusp of an economic meltdown. The recent Silicon Valley bank failure sparked a deadly domino effect, and now nearly 200 banks across the country are teetering at the edge of collapse. Nobody's money is safe. Many depositors aren't insured by the FDIC and may lose access to their money completely. Wealthy Americans are withdrawing their cash fast and turning it into gold. The United States hasn't seen a potential chain of bank failures this catastrophic since the Great Recession. It's time to protect your money today before your retirement disappears. Call Monetary Gold to receive our free protection guide at 800-586-9591. Learn how Americans are shielding their wealth from the bank collapses by diversifying in gold. Call now because tomorrow may be too late. Call Monetary Gold at 800-586-9591. That's 800-586-9591. I question, I'm serious about this. You have, uh, just pretend, Iron Ed, play, work with me here, right? You're, you're a U.S. Senator, and you really don't belong there because you have brain damage. Correct. No, that's a stretch, but you have brain damage. You're kind of a goofy looking guy to begin with. You know, you're just a big old lumbering, goofy, goofy man. And uh, you're trying to fake it. You know, you really can't understand English. You really can't form a sentence. You really can't function, but you're trying to fake it. So you go to show up at the Senate because you, you know, you won the seat. Democrats voted for you. This party that voted for Linda Sanchez and Cory Bush voted for John Fetterman. So the people of uh, Pennsylvania, you know, you're there. They, you owe it to them. You got to show up and hope that there's not too many words to read or not too many questions to answer. What would you wear if you really wanted to kind of fake it and get away with it and get through another day? Would you wear a hooded sweatshirt and gym shorts on the Senate floor? to make yourself look like more like a mental patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, or would you just try to fake it with a jacket and tie or at least a, a sport coat and maybe, or maybe just a dress shirt and pants. This guy is in a disgrace. He really is. Well, when you see, idea. when you see him, when you see him in a, uh, in gym shorts and a sweatshirt, you look at the screen and when he starts talking, you go, I expected that to come out of his mouth. But when right, he's in a right. suit and tie and he sounds like that, it comes off way worse. So I think and I you, think sweatshirts. Po- right. To prove your point. Yesterday, standing there with Ed Markey, who is just I mean, when Ed Markey's embarrassed for you, it's pretty bad. <laughs> he's sitting there with Ed Markey. And exactly. You're thinking he doesn't do that bad a job of reading the script that his staff wrote for him. He, I mean, he's not obviously fit for office. Hey, he doesn't read it again. He reads the script. Okay. By his standards, but you're distracted by the fact that he's dressed like a mental patient. I mean, you wouldn't wear this. Uh, and you know, somebody, uh, I tweeted about it. Somebody pointed out if you were a lawyer and most of these guys are lawyers, uh, the judge would send you home. So you can't wear that in my courtroom. I mean, if you worked in any office, if you were selling insurance or whatever, you would be sent home. You'd be saying, what are you doing? This is an office. What is going on? 
if you're a senator and you are fit for the office, and that's what we've been told, why can't you put on a shirt? Why can't you dress to, for the job? Why are you looking like this? Why? I mean, who's ever advising him should say, listen, even if it's for an hour a day, put a dress shirt on, button it up. And then, you know, when you're done faking it, pretending to be a senator, then you can put your sweatshirt on. But watch this and watch as Mr. Frosty next to him, Ed Markey, is just looking in amazement at just how lost he is. Uh, it, it is uncomfortable, like every day with Fetterman. But go ahead, play it. Reason we're here for one simple reason. President Biden needs to consider using the 14th Amendment uh, if necessary. The entire GOP debt ceiling negotiation is a sad charade. And that's exactly <laughs> what's wrong about what's wrong in Washington. We're playing with the livelihoods of millions just so the GOP can just turn the screws against uh, hungry Americans. This is the whole reason why the 14th Amendment exists. We need to be prepared to be using it. Again, remember, say that again. We must be prepared to, in order to use it. We cannot let reckless Republicans hold the economy as a hostage. And an unelected Supreme Court justice will try to blow up our economy. That's on them if they have to judge on that. So, <laughs> well, you know, I didn't even pick up on that the first six times I saw it. He actually does the say it again, which you know is like in parentheses or brackets. Yeah. Say it again. You're that's just right. supposed to say it again. When I sent <laughs> it, I wrote Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I thought that's, I thought you were going to pick uh, up on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is, uh, I, I don't think of it as Ron Berg. I think of it as a Joe Biden moment. So Joe just Biden. to review, we have a president and two senators. That would be two out of 51 Democrat senators completely incapable of functioning as, as, as uh, to do the job, to do the, fill, fulfill their duties. We have a president in the throes of dementia who doesn't know where he is half the time. We have this big, you know, this cadaver lundering around the Senate. And then we have the, the late Diane Feinstein just kind of in a ball in her wheelchair and her face is falling off and saying, I wasn't gone. I didn't go. I went here. What do you mean? This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. Just so. It's just so shameful. It really is uncomfortable. That's on you, Pennsylvania. That's mm. on you. And I, I know what it's like to elect uh, unfit people with brain damage. I'm from Massachusetts, but this is really bad. He's just getting started. Only five years and eight months left in his term. How do you think that's going to go? Terribly. <laughs> All right, let's move. We got, uh, I want to do Adidas. Let's do, let, let, let's get to our, uh, let's get to the latest corporation that seems to just be committing suicide. I just don't get it. But first, as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. 
They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shay will take care of all that for you. They leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to SheaConcrete.com. Uh, if this happened, you know, two months ago, whatever, I'd say, yeah, Jesus, another crazy corp- woke corporation bending the knee to the trans mob. But light, as we've gone over, the brand has been destroyed. They're down 25% every week. Uh, somebody uh, tweeted at me yesterday. I, I posted it. They said bars are giving it away, Bud Light, giving it away. There are coupons. There, you can see uh, store displays where they have cases of Bud Light for $19.99 and a coupon for a $20 rebate. So they're paying you to drink Bud Light now. That's how bad it's gotten. And then we saw Nike. Nike had Dylan Mulvaney, a little skinny man, uh, promoting sports bras. Just bizarre the behavior on the part of the company. And then we had Sports Illustrated putting a man in a bikini on the cover. You know, because guys that buy Sports Illustrated for the swimsuit issue, want to see a guy in a bikini on the cover. They don't care about their customers. It's irrelevant. They care about these special interests, the, the, these, these powerful kind of shady outfits that, that grade you on wokeness. Uh, we've gone through that. The Human Rights Command campaign might give you a bad grade if you don't put a guy in a bikini. Then we had Target with their whole display designed for children where they had uh, where they sold chest binders and girls' bathing suits that hide the bulge. Well, now we got a new. Kid. These, these weren't me. these ones weren't them, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> yeah, this guy should go to Target, get one of those bathing suits that hide the bulge. This is Adidas again, another company that I have Adidas stuff. I have shirts and hats, and it just kills me. This is incredible. They're showing off their new bathing suits. By the way, they have two models. One of them's a fat woman. So you have a really unattractive woman, just overweight woman, and you have a guy. Those are the two models for your new bathing suit. This is a guy with a hairy chest. If you're not looking at it with us, it's a guy in a woman's bathing suit. He's skinny and he's, you know, pretending to be a woman, I guess. Not not putting that much effort into it because he's got a big bulge. I mean, a... (laughs) It ain't working. If that does, if that bathing suit is designed to hide the bulge, it ain't working. So who is this appealing to? Who is looking at this and saying, gee, I'd like to try that on. I'd like to buy that. I'd like to maybe a guy buy it for his wife. Uh, who, who is that appealing to? I have friends who are Democrats and liberals and, you know, think whatever, you know, Dylan Mulvaney's funny, but if you're trying to sell a bathing suit and you put it in a, and you have a guy with a hairy chest and a bulge wearing it. What woman is going to say, yeah, that looks like it look good on me. It's just madness. They are completely ignoring pissing in the face of their, their customers to placate this small shadowy cabal of lunatic left-wing extremists. 
That's it. And the trans mob, which I understand is a very powerful block of people. But you are, I mean, I'm not sure there'll be a successful boycott of Adidas or Nike because it's much harder to do, as I've explained before, boycotting Bud Light and now Miller Light. Miller Light might be the worst thing of all, by the way. They literally took beautiful woman in a bikini and threw it in the trash and shredded it. So you're not allowed to appreciate beautiful women in bikinis. This is just, um, they, there's people in a corporate board at the Adidas headquarters, wherever it is, New York or L. And they're sitting there saying, yeah, this, this guy, uh, he's got hair on his chest and a big bulge, but you know, let's give it a shot. And every time you see an ad like that, there's some beautiful model, professional model who didn't get the job. That person was told, no, thanks. We're all set. We got a guy with a big bulge in hair. He's, 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 he's going to do it. He's going to be our model. Uh, it's, it, and, and this, the, Interesting reaction, obviously, from uh, from Riley Gaines, because she is a swimmer. She wears bathing suits. That's her thing. She didn't get a call from Adidas or Nike. Of course not. Didn't call any actual women who actually wear bathing suits because they had the guy. Who I, 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 I know I pay pretty close attention to this. I don't understand who you're placating, who you're serving when you do this, but. We got Riley Gaines. What the image says to me is that women don't matter, is that we're not good enough to model even our own swimsuits made specifically for women. And something I just find so ironic, a couple things, one of which being the poses that this man is striking, the angles of which they took these photos. It was strategic. It was almost as if, actually, it's, it's certain as if they took these photos to highlight the bulge in this man's swimsuit. Um, they do it strategically, which is really perverse. It's nasty. It's disgusting. Um, it's abysmal. Again, two, notice how they don't have women who take the identity of a male advertising men's clothing. We're only seeing this go one way, whether that be with Tampax, whether that be with Nike, of course, Bud Light. I mean, all of these companies we're seeing highlight <laughs> someone of the opposite sex. I know. You see all this, uh, this like you know, outrage over. It is true. There's no, there's no women pretending to be men. They're modeling manly, you know, whatever clothes. They probably will be, but uh, it's just so insane when you think about it. Their job is to sell, sell. How does that sell a single bathing suit? Just the opposite. There'll be people, not enough, who will say, "I'm not buying from Adidas. I'm not buying. I don't know where you end up." I'm going to start making my own clothes. I think that's the only way I get myself a sewing machine. <laughs> Maybe New Balance. I'm going to go with New Balance. Good American company. I like their, their, their owner, Jim Davis. He's, you know, skeptic private and uh, made in America. I'll stick with them, at least for now. I'll probably find out later. They'll probably put some guy in a bathing suit too. But uh, uh, I, I find it very easy to uh, not drink Bud Light. This will be another good weekend of going out there, having a good weekend, and not drinking Bud Light. Just watching that brand fail. It's what they deserve. All right. Uh, I don't, do we have time to get to LeBron? Of course. Excellent. Always Excellent. make time for this. <laughs> I'm all in on the NBA playoffs, by the way. Tonight, Celtics will absolutely win and cover. What's the line tonight, Ironhead? Celtics will win and win big tonight, I'm predicting, and I haven't been wrong yet. But I'm enjoying this series even more because 
I watch for one reason, to hope to watch L.A. lose, to watch LeBron suck. That doesn't happen often, let's be honest. He's a great, great player. There's no Larry Bird, but he's pretty good. Uh, but I enjoy watching uh, Denver. Jokic is just a pleasure to watch. I, I've never seen anyone like him. I've never seen a big man who can pass like he does. Just a phenomenal player. Denver went up 2-0 last night. It was close. L.A. went back and forth. Um, L.A. lost. Again, they're down 2-0. And it's not just that they lost. It's the way they lost. LeBron James, in the last, I'm going to say, two minutes, just going to try to quickly recount. He missed a dunk. He missed a layup. The dunk was earlier, but he missed a layup. I think he uh, turned the ball over, threw it away. He faked an injury. He faked a foul. And he missed three threes, I believe. Here's the latest on uh, LeBron James. This is just glorious. LeBron James has now missed 19 straight three-pointers. The worst streak, the longest uh, streak of futility in the last 25 postseasons. He hasn't made a three in the series. 0 for 19, uh, 0 for his last 19. He's taking these long bombs. He's missing by a mile. The pressure's getting to him. And this, if you're watching, Ironhead is showing a little compilation of some of the flops. The one flop, I know Portnoy tweeted it out and got a big... The one flop was incredible. Here it is. He pretends Jokic, you know, throws him to the ground. The replay shows he barely touched him. And I like when he doesn't just flop. He pretends he's hurt. That always, that's always good. He pretends he's hurt. He faked like injury like three times last night. I'm sure he'll come back. He'll be better in LA, but uh, he is having an abysmal series and uh, it's fun to watch. Look at that. He's barely touched, goes down, gets the call, by the way, of course. That's another thing Larry would never do. Larry never did flop, fake injuries. Oh, look at him. Oh. Uh, and, and he, a couple he of spilled times, a mojito he, all over his head. Is that what that was? It looked like it. Oh, yeah, you, someone wrote it was a twenty dollar beer, but some kind of beer or drink landed on him. It looks like and limes went. Limes I'm sure went there's nothing the coach or his teammates can do. He thinks he can shoot threes. At some point, you get the scent. You get you got to get the message. They're not going in. Let someone else try. But he kept launching and kept missing, and that was a big part of Denver's win. LeBron. <laughs> Just, just buckling under the pressure. Wow. It was it was fun to watch. And uh, right now, uh, just so you know, the Heat are plus nine. Plus nine. Yeah. Wow. See, that's how it works. I know you're a gambler. I look at that. I say Celtics are definitely winning, and then I go, but they got to win by ten, right, or more. You know what? I'm still going to say they'll do it. I'm going to say they come out just. They might win by fire. fifty tonight. Yes, they win by big, big. They win big. That's the way it feels anyway. It's going to be a good series. Butler's an amazing player. It's intense. They're they're both playing their ass off on defense for the most part. We'll see how Jason Tatum bounces back. I think he's going to bounce back strong. Uh, And then get to watch the L.A. series go back to L.A. And hopefully hopefully LeBron's just growing old before our eyes and he's losing it because – it's been a pleasure to watch. All right, we don't have time. Ironhead's got to go. We don't have time for questions. Jerry, do you think James Orthwine or Bill Barcel should be in the Patriots Hall of Fame? Yes and no, or no and yes. Of course, Orthwine. 
he doesn't belong in there, but Bill Barcel should have been the first one in. He made changed everything around here. The idea that you have a Hall of Fame without Bill Parcells, a Patriots Hall of Famer, is ridiculous. Of course, he should be in. There's no player. Well, I guess Tom Brady, but there's not many players who had the impact of Parcells. And it would be great anyway. Get get him in there before he's too old. You right. know, get him there. He's 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 a you know big big personality. It'd be fun. It'd be big story. Uh, they should definitely find a way to get him in there before it's too late. But uh, all right, anything else? No, you don't want you don't want to do anything else. We got to move. We got to move. If you want to watch the show, if you're just listening, we'll yeah. be on Rumble all weekend. The Newsmax Rumble page. We've been doing pretty well on that. I saw that last week. We had one of the uh, the, the top, I don't know, downloaded or viewed top viewed uh, videos on Newsmax, which is good because Newsmax is kicking ass, mm. and I highly recommend it. Especially uh, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly. And our guy, Rob Finity in the morning, check out Newsmax. It's, you, you'll like it. You'll like it. And then you'll never go back to Fox News. Hell with that. Anyway, <laughs> that will do it for today. Congratulations yeah. to Ironhead's wife for graduating. Uh, big deal. You having a big party? Big party. Well, we, uh, th- this is the ceremony. It, she actually graduated six months ago, but this is the whole pomp and Distance, circumstance. Yeah, you and, get to wear the, the cap, the gown, yeah. the whole deal. No masks, yep. any of that. Yep. Both my kids graduated like during COVID and it was so, it was ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah. She, that was like the first thing was like a zoom thing. And then this is like the makeup for it. it just, they deprived them of so much, including that, the, the, the thrill, yeah. the memory of graduating, they ruined it. Yeah. Another thing, Charlie Baker ruined in this state governors around the country, blue state governors ruined it for kids who earned that day. And they just ruined it because they, you know, pandered and overreacted. To Charlie, the ba- Charlie Baker, he's uh, the one with that son that just got arrested yes, for drunk Charlie driving, Baker's right? He, yeah, he's not here to get him out of it. You know how bad you got to be to be Charlie Baker's son and get actually arrested and convicted? Because mm. believe me, he pulled some strings. I talked to somebody who worked at the airport. He pulled some strings. He threw some serious weight around to get him off that last little thing. I don't think he's going to be able to save him this time, but... Uh, He'll try, probably. He'll try. But uh, we will leave it there. Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the little subscribe button. We could really use it. That helps. Thank you, Iron Ed. Congrats to the little woman. Have a good time today. <laughs> Have a great weekend. She's of I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show. And we will talk to you again Monday morning. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.